Welcome to the Christ Life Ministries podcast. We hope you enjoy this message by Pastor Olubi Johnson. For more information about this podcast and our other resources, please visit spcconline.org. God bless you. Today I have an apostolic prophetic instructional message. Is a present truth instructional message because of the season in which we're living and you will understand better as I go in. It is entitled Overcoming Much Tribulation. Overcoming Much Tribulation. And my text, my first text is taken from the book of Acts in chapter 14 in verse 42 where the apostle Paul was exhorting some of the Christians. He had gone around all the different churches they had started and he went to encourage them. Uh, this is incidentally where our Anglican brethren get confirmation from. <laughs> you know, he says, confirming the souls of the disciples. Well, the, the Greek word is actually, you know, establishing, you know, it means to strengthen. I'm just looking at the Greek right here. You know, it says uh, to cause to settle to strengthen to establish that's what it really means you know exhorting them encourage them to continue in the faith for that we must through much tribulation ever say much tribulation i didn't hear you i did not hear you i didn't hear you heaven has not heard you that's better and turn to your neighbor and say, why much for God's sake? <laughs> say, pastor will be telling us very soon. I wish he had said through tribulation. But sadly, he didn't say that. You know, the Bible is inspired by the Holy Spirit. And uh, every adjective, everything is placed there for a reason. Through much tribulation, I didn't hear you. Enter into the kingdom of God. Now, observe. Number one. These were already Christians. So, one day in the kingdom. Well, yes and no. They were in the kingdom as far as being born again is concerned. But they had not entered into the experience of the kingdom of God. Which is, according to the Apostle Paul, Romans chapter 14, in verse 17. The total dominion. The word kingdom comes from two words king and dominion so when we say kingdom we're talking about the dominion of the king the dominion of and i want to add a, another adjective there that further describes this. this is why this is an apostolic prophetic instructional message you're going to get instructions during this message that will enable you to overcome this much tribulation and uh the word is total it's not just dominion, but total dominion. Dominion on a total basis, on a constant basis. That experience is the kingdom. It is that that, the, that Paul says, it is through much tribulation you enter into that experience. And he ought to know. Because he himself had gone and was going through the much tribulation himself. One of the greatest... Uh, apostles, of course, is Paul. In fact, 
you know, uh, um, biblical scholars, and I'm including myself, have said that, you know, Jesus is the pattern son, but Paul is the pattern disciple. I would add John too, you know. They, they, and they went through much tribulation. When you're going to, you see, if you're just an ordinary Christian, like I was saying during the Bible study, the devil does not disturb me. I will not disturb the devil. If you're, not an, if you're just an ordinary Christian who is not pressing in to this experience of not just the dominion, but everyone say total dominion. I didn't hear you. Let heaven hear you. Total dominion of righteousness. I'm not talking about right standing. I'm talking about right doing on the foundation of right standing. Total dominion of right doing. Everyone say total dominion. Let heaven hear you. Of right doing, total dominion of joy, total dominion of peace. If that is what you want, you will experience much tribulation. It will not be ordinary, it will be much. Why? Because Satan will want to stop you from entering it. See, when we get born again, the Bible says we've been translated from kingdom of darkness to kingdom of God. We're already in kingdom of God as far as going to heaven is concerned. But that's not what he's talking about here. He's talking about the total dominion of right doing. The total dominion of peace. Total dominion of joy. I'm sure all of us can testify, unless you're dishonest, that I have had dominion of peace. I've had dominion of righteousness. I've had dominion of joy. But it's not total. And it's not all the time. Now, when Satan sees that your face is set, your heart is determined, and that is now your goal, and you are not allowing anything else to distract you, he will send his troops. You become a strategic target. For the kingdom of darkness. He will withdraw troops from other Christians. That they are attacking. He said, no, no, don't leave those ones. They're not going anywhere. Because they are not. They haven't set their minds. In fact, majority don't even believe in it. It's the same thing as perfection actually. It's just a different expression for the same thing. I'm about to go about kingdom. It's talking about perfection. It's talking about, you know, uh, 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 this entering the kingdom while in this life most people don't so those ones they're not they're not a, they're not a problem he will take he'll take his troops I, I i don't know if you know this i speak by revelation satan is outnumbered see many christians don't know satan knows what most of us don't know i want you to know today that the devil is more afraid of you than you are of him why you are better equipped. For every two, for every devil, there are two angels. Minimum. He's outnumbered. He's outgunned. The kind of equipment we have, the type of weapons we have, you know, hell doesn't have anything close to it. When he rebelled, he took one third of the angels, but two thirds were loyal to God. And since that time, God has not stopped making angels. Only God knows what the ratio is now. Maybe it's 10 to 1. Maybe it's 1,000 to 1. I don't know. 
The Bible speaks in the book of Revelation. It says, and there were thousands and thousands that are, you, you, he is afraid that you will not come to know the truth. Because once you know the truth and you begin to release those spiritual forces, the angels, the power of the Holy Spirit, that's why in the book of James, he says, submit first of all to God. Then he said, resist them and he will flee. Why will he flee? He's afraid. If you saw a lion, God forbid, if you saw a lion or some wild animal come, you know, running towards you, you will run away because you don't want it to devour you. That's why Satan flees. He flees because he sees, he sees the enormous, you know, number and power of angels and the, and the power of God and the power of the Holy Spirit that is being activated through our mouths, through uh, as we pray in tongues. He's, he will flee. So you know what he wants to do? He wants you to not to say it. Doesn't want you to believe it. Doesn't want you to act upon it. And so long as he keeps you deceived, he can continue to do all he wants to do. So, but when you come to this knowledge, and that's why this is a <coughs> prophetic and apostolic present truth instructional message. Once you come to understand it, he will take because he's outnumbered. He's already outnumbered. So he has a limited number of demons and, and principalities and powers. They, 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 you cannot compare their number to the number of the angels that we have. So he, he will, he will uh, deploy his troops and he's wise. He got wisdom from God, even though his wisdom is corrupted. But he's still wise. You know, He will deploy his troops from Christians who are not moving in that direction. Because they're not threat to him. And then he will then send them to the ones who are moving in that direction to distract them, if possible, stop them or kill them before they enter the kingdom. Now, this is not baby stuff. And I know, you know, the average baby Christian may find this difficult to, but I have, I'm under instruction. Like I said so many times over the years, I love you, you know. I serve you, but I'm not your servant. I'm God's servant. God detects the menu, not you. So the, he's told me to keep, share this message with us. The, the, the reason why there is much tribulation is to distract or stop, or if possible, and I, I, I choose my words very carefully, if, because it's not easy, it is not easy for the, the Satan to kill a Christian. Very difficult. Very difficult for him. But if he's persistent and he can arrange things and the Christian is lazy, careless, foolish, many times he can. But even then, it's very difficult. You know, many of us don't realize how difficult it is for Satan to, attack, to, to, to hit you. Not easy. He can't just walk in and walk out unless you let him. Like I said during the Bible study last week or this week, you know, one of the main things that he uses is strife. If he gets you into strife, contention, argumentative words, you open a portal. When you open that portal, they try to exploit it as quickly as possible because the portal can close. And he knows that if you hear this kind of teaching and you quickly repent and the blood just cleanses you and everything, immediately the portal is closed back. So he has a limited window of time. 
in order which to operate. And he's, he's, he's hoping that you will not realize as quickly as, as, as you should so that you give him enough time to do what he wants to do. And that's why we teach you that you should, you know, he said, don't let the sun go down on your wrath. God told us that. He said, neither give place to the devil. In other words, if, you, if you're quick to repent, he doesn't even have time to operate. You know, easy. Everybody turns to your neighbor and say, greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. So the devil is more afraid of you than you are of him. See, our real problem is ignorance. My people perish for a lack of knowledge. Satan is not ignorant. He knows. And because he knows, he's more afraid. He knows the Bible better than you. He knows God is faithful better than you do. He knows God watches over his word to perform it better than you do. And most importantly, he knows God has the power, the wisdom, and the will to crush him. And he knows God will do it without hesitation. Once he finds a people through whom he will allow, they will allow him to operate. A few Sundays ago, I was preaching about the need of patience. And I brought out this scripture. The Holy Spirit gave it to me where God told the children of Israel, said, ah, oh, that they had a heart in them. And they would have done my way. He said, I will quickly have subdued them. See, the devil is no match for God. Everybody give the Lord a clap offering here. The problem is us. The problem is us. We, we, we don't keep that portal open sufficiently enough. So the God starts working and then we do something stupid. And God, you know, the troops have to stop. Wait for you to wake up. Confess your sin. Blah, blah, before they can start again. If you give them complete access. On a constant basis. Very quickly. They will subdue your enemies. He's outnumbered, he's outgunned, he's outmaneuvered. We have far better intelligence. Because we're dealing with God who knows everything. Satan has nothing, he has, he has nothing in his arsenal that can remotely, you know, counteract what God is doing. Except our foolishness. And our unwillingness. My people perish for a lack of knowledge. So, he, once he sees you're moving in the direction of total dominion of righteousness, peace, and joy in your soul, body, and circumstances, he will attack. And a great type we're going to use to this afternoon is how he did this for David. Satan, he can see in the spirit realm. He doesn't know everything. He's not God. But he knows a lot. See, many things we do with the devil is that we either underestimate him or we overestimate him. But put him where the Bible puts him. Full of wisdom, perfect in beauty. Summing of the song of wisdom. He's very wise. Take, make no mistake about it. But we are wiser in the Holy Ghost. God is far wiser than Satan. But Satan is wise. He's not stupid. And he knows what's going on. He can... He can read things because he's been with God for billions of years, you see. He can, when he sees movements of angels and he sees things going on, he knows what's going on. He knows what's going on. And he always tries to, and sometimes he does it successfully. Sadly, 
but truly. Sometimes he does, but many times he fails. But sometimes he does it successfully. He would try to abort what God's plan is. Or, if you can abort it, delay it. Or divert it. He said, now I divert something for 500 years. Sometimes he can divert it for 100 years. He's still going to come back and meet him, but at least it gives him some, some respite. This I'm preaching not religion, reality. These are things that are going on in the realm of spirit. So, David had been anointed by God through Samuel the prophet at the age of 17, about, to be king. 13 years go by, David is still not king. Satan is trying to stop that plan. An evil spirit from the Lord comes upon Saul. Saul is chasing David from mountain to mountain through all the wilderness. And the plan is he will kill David. That was what Satan wanted Saul to do. Because even though the devil doesn't know everything, he, he, he'd been able to see the genealogy. He knew what God said in the Garden of Eden. The seed of the woman will crush the head of the serpent. He knew what Balaam said. That the scepter will not depart from Judah. So he knew that it could not be Saul because it's Benjamin. He knew that when, you know, the things began to happen, Judah, then the genealogy, you know, then Ruth, then Jesse, you know, the, the father of David, then David was born. This last born, then Samuel comes to the house and anoints him in the midst of the bread and says, yeah, that's the guy. He said, get him. Get him. He employs all the demons of hell as best as he could to try and get this boy. And we know the story. He's in the, he's in the palace with Saul. Saul, he throws a javelin. Tries to pin him. He escapes. He tells his friend, Jonathan. He said, your father wants to kill me. Jonathan, ah, no, it's not so. He said, of course, my father would tell me, ah, you know. You know. And you see, you must see beyond Jonathan. You must see beyond Saul. You have to see the devil. Resident against flesh and blood. It wasn't Saul per se. It was the devil. Operating through Saul. Yeah, you know. So he, said, he told him, he said, look, your, 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 your father wants to kill me. Jonathan said, it cannot be so. My, there's no, my father will show me anything he wants to do. He said, okay. I'm going to, go, I'm, going to, I'm going to Bethlehem. I'm going to go and see my dad. You know, if your daddy tells, asks where I am, tell him that I took permission from you to go to Bethlehem. You know? So the first day they had the dinner, you know, David was not there. Saul didn't say anything. The second day, he asked Jonathan, where is the son of Jesse? He said, oh, daddy, don't worry. Ah, he took permission from me. He said, well, he, he insulted his own son. He, 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 he called, he called, he called uh, Jonathan the son of a wayward woman. He took the javelin and th even to Jonathan. It was only then it dawned on Jonathan, we're, we're dealing with the devil here. We are dealing with this guy. He's going to kill David if he can. So he and David have a pact. You know the story. You know, that if I'll shoot an arrow, 
Then you come and meet me. So he went there. He said, you see, I told you. See, I told you. You know, and they made a covenant together. That was, I don't want to get into all of that. That was Jonathan's mistake. Jonathan, that's the day Jonathan too should have left the palace. He should have just joined David into the wilderness. You know, anyway, go a long story short. From that day on, you know, Saul was sending his armies. They were looking for him. Everybody threw much tribulation. Uh, say it properly, don't worry. <laughs> I'm about to spoil your Sunday afternoon, but um, I'm, not, I'm going to spoil it and I will repair it before the end of the message. You know, whether you say it or you don't say it, the more tribulation is coming if your, your target is the kingdom. If your target is not the kingdom, he won't bother with you. No, no, he will disturb you a little bit. He'll give you a headache and a few little problems. But he won't give you any. He will, not, he will not send his choicest troops against you. All hell was loosed to kill David. But God, because David did certain things I'm going to show you. He did a, a bit of it, you know, in the Old Testament. Now I'm going to show you more in the New Testament. He was able to, God was able to preserve him. Now, as the time approached, and Satan can read the signs in the spirits. That's why you have astrologers. I certainly don't recommend it. You have stargazers. You have fortune tellers. These are familiar spirits who can see what is, they can discern to some degree. Not, not like, not as good as we are, you know, as Christians. But they can discern what God is doing and they can tell what's in the future. That's why they can tell you things in the future and it will come to pass. So, Satan now saw that the time that David to be anointed king was approaching. And that Saul was going to die. So, about a two, three weeks before this time, Satan marshals a last ditch effort to get rid of David. So, he inspires, he leads, and you know, Satan uses men, and men don't realize that he's, they're being used by the devil. It's still happening to today. The Bible calls Satan the prince of the power of the air, you know, who is working in, the, in, in our minds, and in our desires, in our bodies, and in our circumstances. So he, 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 Thank you for listening to this podcast. We believe these words have empowered you to live a victorious, transcendent life in Christ. Our mission is to equip God's people for service and build up the body of Christ until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. We encourage you to enjoy and share from thousands of resources, including books, sermons, prophecies, and articles available on our website, spcconline.org. Thank you, and God bless you.